Welcome in to the 30th episode of the Southern Boys Sports Podcast. My name is Drew Hall, along with my co-host Ben Clay. What's going on, guys? As no, Beatty's not here. Beatty is at a ski trip with his family. We are here regardless. Episode 30 of the Southern Boys Sports Podcast. I'm excited and ready to go. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. We are doing SEC expectations revisited here in the 30th episode of the show. Back earlier on the podcast when we were first getting started, one of our first episodes this offseason was SEC expectations. They're bad. They're really bad. Some of them are atrocious. Um, You know, we'll get to a lot of the uh, takes and stuff that we made because – it's not good, right? It's not It's not a good look for us. Um, let's see what uh, episode that no. was. Was that episode one? Had to be. Right? Yeah. Episode one. Inaugural episode. It was episode one, yeah. And, um, yeah, the takes were bad, but uh, we're here, man. Haven't really had an episode since uh, the live stream. We actually haven't had an episode since the live stream. Um, no. And... We're we're back though, um, Ben. How's this past week been for you, buddy? It's been good. Um, school is just miserable at this point. Like I just don't want to at all. But um, it's been good. Baseball starting back up. Love to see it. Um, and we're getting back into the final stretch of school year. For sure. For sure. Wrapping the merch. Even though my team did not make the playoffs this year, Green Bay hey, Packers. What'd you say? What'd you say? I got my. I got it on too. Oh yeah, Ben's rocking the OU I merch. I'm repping Green Bay Packers. Unfortunately, did not I, make the dude, playoffs. I still have a shirt for you. Oh really? I have a shirt from you from like Christmas when you brought it. I was like, I texted Bay. I was like, all right, we got to get him something. <laughs> so. We got you something, and we're waiting on Beatty's lanyard, and then I forgot it when I was going to give it to you. So, Just give it to me tomorrow. No? Does it work? Tomorrow works? Oh, I know what it was. It's because I was viewing. Okay. We're good, though. Sorry, I messed it up right there. Um, But, yeah, episode 30 of the show, we are brought to you by the Variety Sports Network. Um, new branch off here on the collegiate page, and we're excited for it. Um, that should be fun. Yeah. But SEC expectations revisited. We do we? I don't. I don't even think we're gonna do a break in this one. Like I don't know if we're gonna end up having a break for episode uh, thirty. We might just stick to ads at the end. Quicker. Yeah, and um, get up out of here. So this will be one of the shorter episodes. I think the off season will be shorter episodes. You won't see as long as episodes from us. And, um, yeah, it should be just some some quick, fun episodes, and that's what we're shooting for today. Ben, do you have a spot, preferred spot to start here? So with a team that I was really high on, um, you know, I was, I, was, I was ready to see him perform. Um, so we're gonna, let's start with some Ole Miss football. All right, Ole Miss football. Ben, what was your, uh, what was your starting point for him? I thought they were going 11-1. Oh, I thought they were going to beat Bama. They almost did, which they almost did. Um, however, that did not happen. Um, but still, I feel like it was an all right take. Um, yeah, 
I probably should have. Uh, there was probably I probably could have been better, but you know they were a, they were a good team, and I think I was uh, for going into the season. I'm proud that I put them at eleven and one. Yeah, hey, not really, but... one not bad. Um, what did they end up eight and five? I think I believe I know that for a fact. They went eight and five. They went eight and five. So out of a nine and three. Um, I that said here, yeah, here are my final notes on them. I said Jackson Dart, exciting offense. That's what I that's what I thought coming into the season. I thought they were going to be a juggernaut. They were, they weren't bad. Um, and they had fifty nine percent returning production, which I was pretty high on. They had a really good transfer class coming into this year. If you guys remember that, um, they had like the second ranked transfer class coming into this year, and um, that obviously didn't really. Uh, Did they? What'd Do they have a top 10 offense? Do they have a top 10 offense? No, I mean, it depends on what you're looking at. If you're looking at, like, total right. yardage, then I guess technically. All right, because that's what I said. I, I said I said they were going to have a top 10 offense. I mean, I mean with Judkins, they yeah, might Judkins have. Yeah, Judkins look good. Yeah, Judkins look good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, honestly, we weren't too far off. 11-1. and one. That's a bit off. That's a bit off. But 9-3 wasn't terrible. Like, I, I didn't miss by, like, a mile on that one. Um, yeah, but I mean, they, they did, I had it down that they played a pretty weak, um, sorry, a pretty weak, um, at a conference schedule, which they did. So that got them yeah. a few wins there in the beginning. Um, yeah, four and four in the SEC. So, I mean, yeah, so obviously not a great SEC season, but, uh, a pretty good, uh, a pretty good at a conference season. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Judkins looked good. He was really the, the, the high point. This year for him, uh, he was the only reason that they looked like any good of a team. Uh, I feel like Jackson Dart wasn't bad, though. What would you say? Jackson no, Dart no. wasn't bad. No, no, Dart wasn't bad, but I think without Judkins, um, without yeah, that run base. game yeah. that they had, mm-hmm. um, especially Zach Evans, who declared for the draft recently and stuff like that, they could have yeah. been in a spot to uh, to not be as good as many people thought. But I had him 9-3. and three. Um, I thought their floor was 8-4. and four. I said their floor was 8-4. and four. Ceiling was 10-2. and two. So floor eight and four, I guess technically they hit their floor in my eyes. Yeah, we and, just forgot uh, to do bowl games, but yeah, we just didn't add bowl games in there. That wasn't too smart. But uh either way, yeah, Jackson Dart and uh and company looked decent. Let's go to the Tennessee Volunteers, my squad, my team. All right. A team that probably makes both of our predictions look pretty bad. Um but yeah, I mean I had them nine and three. Honestly, not too far off. Um, I think Hendon Hooker. I, I said my one of my notes was Hendon Hooker dark horse, which he ended up probably what? should have been. Should have been a finalist. Should have been. Yeah, I will agree with you. Um, so you know I, I, the thing that I had down were: will they beat LSU, Florida, and Kentucky? Those are all trap games. Yeah. Obviously, you knew like Alabama and uh georgia were going to be your toughest games but if you're going to be able to get by lsu florida kentucky those were going to be the games that really kind of make or break your season on a on a yearly basis right i mean you lose those three games right then you're sitting at seven and five instead of ten and two in the regular season unfortunately one of those trap games that i didn't see coming was south carolina that would really bit us in the bottom but um regardless uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really liked what we had. I did not think we we're going to end up 10 and two. It was a heck of a season from yeah. us this year. And, um, look, coming into 2023, I'm riding the Joe Milton train. You never know. Good things. Great things could happen with Joey mill, Joe, Joe Millie. 
That's what I'm gonna start calling him, Joe Don't Millie. Do that. <laughs> you never know what could happen. Um, but Joe yeah, Millie. Cedric Tillman's going to the draft. Jalen Hyde's going to the draft. Um, that is yeah, it's a bit of a downgrade, but yeah. it's like a downgrade at every position. But you're still respectable there, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say Knight okay is coming back, which is good. So we yeah, we'll, you need, we'll you need some people coming back, and uh, Brew McCoy, he's back too. Brew McCoy, right? Yeah. All right. So wait, what was your what what was your record prediction? I had him nine and three. All right, I had eight and four, but with what I said, losses to Georgia, Bama, okay, South Carolina, and Kentucky. So I got you had South, South Carolina? Carolina. I predicted that. Yeah, I don't. Did know you really? Wow. I said top ten offense, but the defense struggles, which seems it seems right. That's um, so true. I mean, either way, it, this was a great season for Tennessee, one hundred percent. Like, I mean, Tennessee fans have gained so much hope from through this year. It's crazy, and I hate it, but it is crazy because all these all these fans need is one win, and then they're they're set. Um, but uh, Taven Jackson's gone, so it's, it's it's the Milton show. Yeah, unless Milton somehow Nico. Nico beats him, unless yeah. somehow Nico beats him out. But I would see Milton starting. Maybe you lose a few games, Nico tossed gets tossed in there. But I think it was a good year, a great year for this team, and I'm um, I'm looking forward. To seeing what the offense does, um, is is uh is Byron Young gone? Um, is he a senior? I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gone. So okay, well, that really hurts. I don't really know. What what Drew? What do you expect from the defensive side next year? If the defense still struggles, I think it's time to um, yeah, Byron Young's 24, so he's not coming back. I think. If if we struggle once again, there could be problems. Mm-hmm. There could be a a chance of Tim Banks not being there, our defensive coordinator. I think we can do better than him. Um, I think I mean, look, Jeremy Banks is gone. That hurts. He was our star. I mean, he was our guy at middle linebacker. Um, Aaron Beasley is going to be expected to take a step forward, and um, mm-hmm. you know we got a couple other guys returning. Um, the secondary is going to be terrible. So I, I Christian Charles. He was a younger guy who got a lot of time this year, and he was not the answer to our our questions. And, um, you know, he just was not – he was depth this year, um, and he wasn't really super helpful for us. But at the end of the day, if the defense still struggles, might be time for a change at this point. Um, It's been a couple years of the defense just sucking. Um, I agree. And, look, Alex Golish has gone on offense. So if if Joey Halsley and uh, and Josh Heupel – can't put out a 50 points per game offense, the defense could be in trouble. So that's kind of what we're working with here. Uh, obviously, Rodney Gardner uh, is our defensive line coach, and he's one of the best in the country. He's produced a lot oh, yeah, of defensive linemen. Um, so we weren't bad on the D-line. It was a secondary and kind of a couple linebackers who let us down in coverage at times. Um, but, yeah, overall, 9-3 and three for the Vols. Not a bad season at all. And um, you know, obviously, as a Tennessee fan, you got to be proud of what you what you did this year. Uh, you couldn't have asked for much more. Obviously, you would have loved the playoff if you didn't lose to South Carolina. But honestly, what else are you really going to do? Uh, you can't complain too much. You weren't even expected uh, to be in that conversation. So, let's move to another team who was really surprising this season. Uh, a team that was really just snuck into bowl eligibility in the final week of the season, and uh, a team who. I I got the prediction exactly right. That's the Missouri Tigers. A team went six and six this year. I had them at six and six coming into the season. I guess they went six and seven because they lost their bowl game in the Gasparilla Bowl to Wake Forest. Yep. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, they had a pretty good recruiting class coming into this year. Luther Burden was the highlight of that. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously their, their starting quarterback coming into the season, Connor Bazelak, transferred to Indiana. I thought that was going to play a bigger, bigger part than it did. And um, Brady Cook, the senior, the veteran, really stepped up for the Tigers and put them in a position to win a lot of games. So Missouri really surprised me. I think Dominic Lovett was a better receiver than I expected. I thought Luther Burden was going to take that wide receiver one position to run away with it. Um, but look, Missouri played really, really good ball this year. Uh, Dominic Lovett is now at Georgia. So that shows yeah, you the kind of talent he had and, um, you know, kind of what Missouri was working with. So I think Eli Drinkwitz saved his spot in Columbia. Um, improvements can be made from six and six. And I think they have to be with Brady Cook heading into his second year of real, real playing time. Um, and honestly, they should have been seven and five if they could have pulled it out against Auburn. So, you know, that was just that was so dumb. That was bad. Um, but yeah, I mean, the running backs aren't bad. Uh, definitely some improvements could be made on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, but hey, ten, or excuse me, Missouri. I had them at six and six. I said their ceiling was seven and five. And I mean, that's honestly true. They could have gone seven and five without a yeah. couple mistakes here and there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, not a bad year at all from Missouri. Uh, but no. now that you've gone six and six, you've proven yourself to be a bowl eligible team. They're not just going to let it slide where, you know, you don't you go five and seven next year. That might be the end of you that I drink wins this time. So. Yeah, I mean, they gave up 25 points per game, which is 108th in the country. Defensive improvements can be made. Um, but look, uh, Schrader, Pete, all those guys that we thought were going to be pretty good ended up being pretty good. But, but I'll kick to you. Missouri Tigers. Yeah. Uh, I had them going four and eight. I feel like it was a bit harsh. Oh, man. Um, the disrespect. I know. It was a bit harsh. Um, you know, but what I said was I think the passing game struggles, which, I mean, it was – it was shaky, but it was all right, you know. Yeah, it was um, all right. And then they didn't find a consistent leading rusher, which I think at the start of the year might have been good, but Cody Schrader kind of became the, the highlight back at the end, yep. near the end of the year. Um, I remember in the Auburn game, they were, they were like flipping backs, and then Nathaniel Pete fumbled like in the back of the end zone, and it was, yeah, it was the most frustrating thing ever. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, but I, it was – I, we were talking about it. This team is not a bad team. I mean, nope. you put them in another conference, and they could go eight and four, seven and five. I mean, that's they could definitely that's definitely possible. Um, yeah. So this team, they they didn't get a lot of hype, but I, they were a very solid team. Yeah, I agree. Not a bad year at all, honestly. Um, from Missouri this year, um, they had chances to win a couple games down the stretch. Uh, didn't really have a chance in their bowl game, but I mean two. A couple big wins. I mean, South Carolina, looking back, that's a great win, right? They won by 13 points. Um, Arkansas, the final week of the season to upset them in a rivalry game to be Cumble eligible, huge win for that team. Um, they beat Vanderbilt. That's a win that you should expect. And, um, yeah, I mean, three wins in the SEC was good enough to uh, put them in a bowl game. So, six and six, not a terrible season out of Missouri this year, like I've said a, a couple times. And, um you know, one thing I'll say, we've talked about going to a, a couple of these stadiums, right? Yeah. I think that Missouri, have you ever seen their M in the back of the end zone? I feel like that'd be pretty sweet to go to. I have not, but yeah, they have it like, sounds a, like it. an M in the back of the end zone. It's pretty sweet. I feel like I'd like to check that out, Columbus. But, you know, we were talking about going to the uh, Alabama and, and MTSU game next year. It's around here. It's at MTSU. Yeah, it's at MTSU. They're, I mean, they're going to get railed, but I mean, it'd be fun to go to. 
I mean, Missouri plays South Dakota first week. At home? It's as low as $25, yeah. Hey, baby. They played Middle Tennessee the week after that, and it's the tickets are lower, 21. At home? Missouri at home? At home. No, oh, yeah. Be. Middle Tennessee versus Missouri. If we could, oh, but so, at Missouri. At oh, Missouri. I see. Missouri. Yeah, I see. My okay. Fault, my fault, my fault. If we could make it to a cup, we made it to one game this year. It wasn't actually bad. I mean, Wake Forest, Vanderbilt was fun. It, we went out to eat before. That was cool. Um, you know, Breakfast, it was raining. Yeah. And then they got smacked. You know, the experience before they started getting smoked was good. I I so wish we had a video of me catching that. Um, I know. You kick. you called it in everything. I, like, I caught a field goal, and everyone was like, wow. yeah. And then I had to throw it back. There was no video because, like, who would have seen that coming? We were just walking yeah. right out of the tunnel. I definitely – yeah, I thought it was, it was like jokes. And then yeah. you did catch one. Boom. So, yeah, Missouri – Pretty good year. Would love to make it out to Columbia to watch a game. Let's move on back to the West. Let's go to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Let's go to the LSU Tigers. We went East. Now let's go back West. We've got the LSU Tigers, Brian Kelly and company. They've had a little uh, semantics at the end of the season here um, with some inappropriate scandals down the stretch for Kayshawn Butte and their team. I will tell you, this is a team I outright disrespected coming into this year. They finished ten and four. I had them seven and five. Um, you know, yeah. wasn't wasn't. Um, I didn't see them having this good of a year. Uh, you know, I really thought they had a pretty high ceiling and a pretty low floor, and really anything could happen. I have in my notes they were a wild card team. Did I see them going ten and four? Absolutely not. I had them nine and four in the regular season as my ceiling. So my prediction was seven and five. Um, this is funny because it says in my notes, it says Miles Brennan, Jaden Daniels, QB battle, because that was kind of like the hot topic to see who was going to get that starting job. And then obviously Miles Brennan retired from football. So that wasn't, um, much of a battle. That was more of a, um, Jaden Daniel gets it. Yep. Not a bad year though. Um, honestly, you cannot be mad if you're an LSU fan coming in year one, people doubted you. You finished second in the West and only lose two conference games, um, one to Tennessee, and then one to Georgia, or excuse me, one to AM in the regular season, which honestly should not have happened. Um, and then you lose to Georgia in the SEC championship by 20 points. So, yeah, I mean, Keyshawn Butte, not great. Honestly, I, I thought he was going to come in and, and take the world by storm. He wasn't even the leading receiver on this LSU team. That was Malik Neighbors. I thought he was going to be an easy first, second round receiver. And, um, you know, he's not in the position to go first or second round. He only had 538 receiving yards this year, only two touchdowns. He was not good. And um, obviously with the stuff that happened at the end of the season, that's a little sketchy too. So a lot of question marks around LSU heading into 2023. But as for 2022, I will say they outperformed expectations. If their running backs could have got going just a little bit, they would have been dirty. Josh Williams, yeah. Noah Kane, that's not bad, but just couldn't really um, get the yardage um that they may have wanted to but I mean Noah Kane had 10 carries on the ground John Emery if he if, I mean if he would have stayed out of trouble and stayed on the field all of the games this season um then you know there's something to be said for that but all those running backs only played 11 games so out of 14 so you just you got to be better than that on the on, on the run uh, on the ground I should say and uh LSU Citrus Bowl they got a huge win against Purdue and um excellent job from LSU this season uh, you know, kind of turning it around. I will say Brian Kelly, people were doubting him, but um, hey, he made it work. Yeah. 
Man, this one this one's up there with my A and M take. Um I had them going six and six. Oh boy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um I did say that Jaden Daniels was gonna win the starting job. He did do that. But I also thought I thought Butte was gonna shine and he just did not. Um This team was good. Um I mean one of the most unfair bowl matchups I've ever seen. Yeah, that was brutal. Was it? That it was, was like brutal. sixty-two to seven. Just <laughs> stupid. Um, it, it was a it was a good team. I mean, they um, everyone after after Tennessee went in there and they like demolished them. Everyone was like, "Oh, they're done for. It's whatever." Yep. But they're Bama really lost a few times. Bama lost a few times. A couple times, and then. They were just kind of – they beat Bama. Great win. Great win over Bama. That was a top game of the year. Um, Two-point conversion was crazy. But it was it was a rough way to end the season. Um, you, you lose to A&M in a rough one, and then you just get smoked by Georgia. This team overall, I mean, Jaden Daniels statistically had a great season. I mean, almost 3,000 yards passing, like 900 yards rushing. Really can't ask more from a quarterback, but, I mean – I agree with you. I mean, when your quarterbacks are a leading rusher and the next up has like 600 rushing yards, you're not, you're, you're kind of not doing the job that you need to do and like spreading the ball around. For so, sure. I mean, it was a good team. Um, they, they, they definitely exceeded expectations, I feel like. Um, everyone thought, thought they were going to be a bit shaky at like the quarterback play and stuff like that. But Jane Daniels was consistent um, and he was good for him. Remember that video of Brian Kelly dancing with yeah, uh, and then the guy they, they the, the guy D, transferred. He did, yeah, he transferred. That's what I was gonna say. It's hilarious. What was his name? Was Will Howard? Howard or something? Will yeah, Howard. I want to say no. Will, Howard. Will Howard's the Kansas State guy. Oh right, yeah. Duh. What is his name? I can't remember. Why can I not remember that dude's name? It's something Howard. Yeah, it is. Look it up. Look it up. I am. I am. I'm gonna try and add this overlay here to the uh, to the video. Walker cool. Howard, that's what Walker it is. Howard. Yeah, it starts with a W. We were right on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were close. Close enough. Um, all right. Yeah. I, let's I uh, let's see how this works right here, Ben. Let's test it out. I think this is going to work pretty good. Oh, boy. We've mm -hmm. lost another. That's not good. It's a white screen. All right. Maybe for next episode, we roll on. Let's go back to the East. Let's go to Vanderbilt, the Commodores. I put the throwback logo technically on the screen up there. They went with the new yep. V. Um, Can't believe you. The throwback logo's up there. But I, I'm about to flip the page to see my prediction for this team, and it's going to be this so disrespectful. So, ever prepare. Yep. Two and ten. Um, well, oh, boy. This is uh, – I'm gonna be honest. I said their floor was uh, I, I said their floor is 0 12. Um, so you know, <laughs> there's definitely something to be said for um, them winning five games this season. Honestly, like great season from Vanderbilt. Uh, five and seven, two conference wins for the first time since 2018. They won a conference game, blowout win in week zero, kind of set the tone for this team. And uh, man, New Jersey's new team. And on my notes, I, I had Ken Seal's name written down. So, obviously, that didn't turn out to be too true. Yeah, no. um, AJ Swan and Mike Wright got a lot of the duo, or I guess they kind of split time, I should say, is what I was thinking there. And, um, obviously, Ken Seals wins the job. No, he didn't. AJ Swan wins the job. <laughs> and um, 
AJ Swan wins the job. Mike Wright starts the beginning of the season. When we went to go see him play, Mike Wright got a lot of – he got smacked. Do you remember that? We saw Mike I Wright. Don't know. Well, he, I think Wright, Wright got the start. And then they were getting demolished, so they put in Swan, and then Swan did good. Yeah. It was overall – you cannot – I mean, you cannot ask for a lot more than what um, than what this Vanderbilt team gave you. Yeah, honestly. It was, uh, it was a great year from them. And, uh, man, I mean, two, five and seven – for this team, the disrespect that they were getting before that was immense. But they True. bounced back. We had uh, Billy Derrick on the show, um, you know, so that was fun uh, back earlier in the season. I don't really think he expected five and seven, but they're here. Their basketball team's not too good, um, but their football team yeah. really did show out this year. Yeah, um, I, I had them at two and ten, too. Um, yeah. I mean, who know, else? I, I really was not expecting much from this team. Um they didn't really do much. They, they their two went their first two games. Everyone was like, "Oh no!" You know, they Mike Wright had like six touchdowns against Hawaii, and then like five against um, Elon. And everyone was like, "Yeah, wait, is Mike Wright like the Heisman candidate or yeah. like something?" But they definitely pulled off. Um, they were able to pull it together, and Mike Wright led them to two wins over um, Kentucky and I think Florida. I think it was a Florida. Yeah. Um, at near the end of the season, so I mean that was great for him. I mean, this team really, other than, I like, the good season thing kind of throws me off because, I mean, they played a team called Elon, which is, like, the most FCS thing I've ever heard. They're respectable. Um, They're actually good. I'm they, not going to lie. In the, actually, the they did put up 31 on them. But. Yeah, I mean, they, they did not lay down for Vanderbilt. Uh, they got beat by Wake Forest. So I think that was kind of like – you lose to my twenty to Wake Forest, like you're you're not really like. It was kind of a reality check, like a heat check. You're smacking threes from the logo. Well, you're you're hitting threes from like, probably like right on the line, and then you step like a step back and you air ball. Like that was kind of what it was like at that particular I mean, point. And, not yet, uh, not yet. I don't think it was that yet in the season. I guess week, but, they beat they beat Northern Illinois. Then they got, and then you lose yeah. fifty-five to three. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think that's the point where it's like, <laughs> oh well, when you can't put up a fight against like Bama, you're just done for. They went on um, a was, serious, was, serious SEC skid, but I mean, they did play three game. like really good teams. You had I, I, the Georgia was, game. I was there for. Um, I, I might have seen them get like three first downs. I'm not sure they got like any. Um, it was a rough game for them, but uh, yeah. Um, it is. I remember Drew, Drew. Drew and his Tennessee takes this year were hilarious because you didn't realize Tennessee was good. Um, going I, into the Vandy game, Drew was like, "Oh man, we're we're screwed," and then they won fifty six to nothing. We did him, yeah. I mean, because look, if you're over, if you're up here, then Beatty puts you down in your place and sends you some meme that he found on like a page with like nine followers, <laughs> and it's just so disrespectful. But then you're down here, and then the team plays up here. It's kind of like a reverse psychology. But right, right. I had a picture with AJ Swan. Ben missed out he on did, the experience. Bro, I can't believe that. Let's put up the picture. It. There wow. I am with AJ wow. Swan. It's glorious. You even cut off his head. I know. I, I really I can't control that. So <laughs> you know, there he is right here, though. This is him. This is me, obviously, and that's our buddy Henry. Uh, we were at Buffalo Wild Wings. Ben was gonna go, but he couldn't make it. And then the next time we went again, and something else happened. Yeah, it was it was um the Hayden and uh, 
Oh, yeah, Charlie. we saw two of our dudes who used to play baseball with. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, Ben's always missing out. I just need to, I need to start going to B-Dubs more. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you can't really see his face because the uh, picture's too big here. But We promise you it's, it's AJ Swan. Though. It's AJ Swan, yeah. It would be a weird thing for me to make up, to be honest with you. So, let's get on to the next team. Who we want to go with? Let's see. Let's see. Let's go to Auburn. Let's go to Auburn, Alabama. Oh, Oklahoma yeah. County. Beatty's not here, so he's not here to talk about him. There's the Auburn logo on the screen. Ben, kick it off for us, buddy. I thought they were going five and seven. Yep, that's what I had um, to. No, I had I six and makes six. sense. I put them oh. in a bowl. Yeah, I had you six thought, You six. thought they were going to be good. <laughs> no, I thought they were going to be decent. I think Beatty might have bullied me into six wins, to be honest. Um, I don't remember what Beatty said. I, I want to know what Beatty put now. It's like nine and three. <laughs> yeah, you said something just absurd. That's just not accurate. I mean, they were an all right team. Um, their quarterback play really was just like a stab in the back. It was home, bad. Which I mean, yeah, it was bad. I hope they can figure that out because that's something they definitely need to figure out. Um, Auburn's a team that Tank is Tank. Tank staying? Is he Tank or did he declare? Tank should. I think Tank staying. Really? Yeah. So. We'll see. You get who freeze back. I mean, not bad. Um, but it's more like I, I don't know why I said you get Hughes freeze back, but you get who freeze and he's been great. Um, Tanks in the like draft. Targeted. Okay, okay. So, so that's Jarkas Hunter is coming. Back. Oh yeah, yeah. Jarkas Hunter. Oh, he's good. Yeah. He's good. Um, you know, Beatty, Beatty, Beatty had big ups when they when they were two and zero, and then got wobbled by Penn State. Just hilarious outing. Um, they they were an all right team. I mean, I wish. I mean, look, I look at it this way: if you snag one of those wins in the middle of the season, yeah, you're in a bowl game, right? They went on a losing streak to LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Mississippi State, which are all hindsight winnable games. I mean, not all SEC winnable games. Yeah, Georgia's probably not winnable at that. No. I mean, at this point. Ole Miss is a. I mean, honestly, you beat Arkansas or Miss State, and you're in a bowl game, right? And that's uh, at that point, I believe Brian Harson was gone, so it just wasn't Miss able to State get done. Miss State was the rough loss. Yeah, Miss State was uh, the rough loss. That was right after the yeah the firing of a uh, dude. What is his name? Brian Harson. That's what I'm saying. Brian Harson, and they yeah. had a what is the what was the interim coach's name? Cadillac Williams. Cadillac. That was their like first game. Yeah, with Cadillac and, and everyone thought they were like, yeah, yeah. But they competed they the last when Cadillac was their head coach. They competed with any team. Yeah, maybe yeah. not Bama, but I mean for yeah. their turn this year, I guess. Then they had two wins. I mean, they beat A and M. They beat Western Kentucky. So, I mean, the, the weird thing about this is though, you can predict six losses, but if you think I was predicting Auburn to beat A and M in week one of the season, looking at November twelfth, it was not oh, yeah, going to happen. Like that was not one of the losses I saw happening. Georgia probably was. Um, I didn't. I probably saw them losing to Penn State and Alabama, and then maybe like Arkansas and Ole Miss. Like I, it's just weird to see. I mean, you can have six losses down, but I guarantee those six losses that they took weren't the ones that I would have predicted. But I thought they were going to be LSU. I thought they were. I. I. They almost did. They, they almost beat LSU. Yeah. Yeah. They should have. Robbie Ashford had a surprisingly good game from the air. 337 passing yards. Yeah, and Jane Daniels played horrible. Man, he was eight of twenty for 80 yards and no touchdowns. I don't just remember didn't run the ball that game. I don't, 
I, yeah, I might have didn't run the ball. I might have barely tuned in for that one to be on. Yeah, Tank twelve. That's unexpected. That's what I'm saying. Like games like that where you give Tank Bigsby twelve carries for forty five yards and expect to win, like it's just not gonna happen. But at the end of the year, they actually gave him the ball with Cadillac. Right, and they started winning. Hunter had a good game against Bama. I mean, like, yeah. Cadillac was a running back. He he knew from the beginning you just got to feed the man, and it ended up working better for him. They mm-hmm. went two of three at the end of the season. Obviously, could have exactly. beat uh, Mississippi State as well. So, yeah. Um, I had – remember the drama at, with Brian Harson at the beginning of the season where everyone was saying they treated him like dogs and stuff? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, had, I wrote down trying to bounce back from Harson drama. Um I said Penn State in Definitely week three, back. tough SEC West schedule, um, which was tr- – I mean, that was true down the stretch. Could have beat Arkansas and could have beat Miss State. Those are two winnable games. Um, yeah, I, I said Calzada-Ashford QB battle, which wasn't really a battle. Zach Calzada is now at Incarnate Word and um, not a part of the team. So, yeah. Robbie Ashford's the guy, I guess. Let's see if uh, if Hugh Freeze can turn it around. You got our guy, uh, our guy Hank Brown going over there. Um, who who's from around here? We need to get Jamie on the show. He's the uh, new wide receivers coach at UAB. Um, so we need oh, to get really? him to, to talk some Blazer ball. Yeah. So we need to get him uh, get him on the pod. And um, yeah, that's all we have really from Auburn. Oh well, yeah. Things. Obviously, sorry, my fault, uh, Jamie. I was, I was so confused on what Jamie you were talking about, and then I was oh like, yeah, oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went with uh, dude, what is his name? Trent Dilfer, when we turned over. The, the what? He went to UAB with Dilfer. That's what I was forgetting. Oh, oh yeah, 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 he did. Let's go to Miss State, the Bulldogs. A fun year. Obviously a hard year for him. I mean, you experienced the loss of Coach Mike Leach. Yeah. yeah. That's just something that you cannot really bounce back that's, from. Yeah, no, that's a hard – yeah. They did – they did – I mean – they bounced back and won the ball game for them. So. Yeah, they beat uh they beat Illinois in the uh, ReliQuest Bowl, uh, nineteen to ten. They went out there, didn't put up a ton of points, um, but they played some good ball. Um, I mean, I had them, I had them six and six. So I, I was not on the not on the train of um of old or excuse me of Mississippi State coming into the season. I thought they had a tough schedule that they may not be able to get through. Um, I had them losing to Bama, Kentucky, LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss. Well, I said, dude, okay, I didn't have them losing to all these teams. These were the tougher games. Bama, Kentucky, LSU, Georgia, Ole Miss, A&M, Arkansas. And uh, I don't even know. I can't even read my own handwriting. But hindsight, that is a very, very hard schedule. A 9-4 finish is really good for them this season. Uh, but, I mean, looking back, I mean, you got LSU – Tough game. Memphis, I mean, we didn't know how good Miss State was going to be. That could have been a tougher game. Ended up not being. Georgia, Alabama, Kentucky, Arkansas, A&M, and Ole Miss. I mean, those are all really tough games in the beginning of the season. right? Arkansas, not a great team. They beat them by 23 points. A&M's not a great team. They beat them by 20-plus points. Ole Miss, they squeak, squeak out a win in the Iron Bowl, and they lose to Kentucky and Alabama. But, I mean, if you were watching that Kentucky game, they had a shot to win. So, it was a it was an up and down year for Mississippi State. Um, that loss against LSU in the beginning of the season was kind of a dampener on kind of the the excitement around the program. But really good season from Will Rogers. I really liked what I saw from him. One of the better quarterbacks we've seen in Mississippi State in a while. A top one hundred offense for Miss State. So all around great season um, for Mississippi State. 
And um, yeah, they, they had a great O-line. That was one of the notes I had, and that continued to be somewhat true. So overall, really good season for Mississippi State. Exceeded my expectations, nine and four finish. But Ben, go ahead. I had them going five and seven. Oh my. Um, yeah, but from my okay, so what I said right was um the running game struggles, and but they're passing wins in some games. They had the fifth least amount of rushing yards in all of FBS. Oh boy. In yards per game in rushing yards per game, they had the second worst. So that that I was right about. Their running game definitely did struggle. Um yeah. And I I would say the passing game really did win them some games. Um, you know, you think about the Auburn game, they really just passed the ball there. Um and uh dude, what is their quarterbacks? Will Rogers, yeah. great season from him. Um so I mean they, they really uh, five and seven, I definitely I doubted them a bit much. Um didn't give them enough credit. I definitely deserved it. But um it it was a good season for them. And I feel like with they went through a lot this season and I think I think they they still had a respectable one. Yeah. Yeah. Ra Ra Thomas, Rufus Harvey, guys like that really did have a great impact um on this team receiving wise. Uh, Ra Ra Thomas transferred. I'm not he was in on Tennessee was in on him. I know he ended up. I don't know if he's made a decision yet. I know that was a while ago, uh, but I remember Tennessee um, being in on him, and I believe he went somewhere else. Tennessee didn't get that really good transfer receiver though. Dante Thornton. Yeah, yeah. Rara Thomas went to Georgia. We literally oh, talked he went to Georgia. Yeah. yeah. Did we? Yeah, we did. I remember talking about that, and I forgot. Huh. But um, yeah, great season for Mississippi State. Um, at the end of the day. Pretty good year. Um, I'd love to go to Starkville as well. I feel like all these SEC teams. Uh, I'd I like go to, to any SEC. Down. Yeah, yeah. Um, to see. Let's. I just had South Carolina loaded up, and then it didn't work. So I don't know what's up with well, that. Drew needs to fix his whole uh, technology. I know. I'm slacking. I don't know where it went. In the meantime, let's go to Alabama, the Crimson Tide, a team that, hey. Many people thought they're a national championship team. And why wouldn't you, right? <laughs> I just passed my uh, A&M prediction, and that was quite the atrocity. Yeah, yeah, me too. 11-1 is what I had him this season. Um, <laughs> I said tough out-of-conference schedule, and it was Utah State and Texas. So swing and <laughs> a miss on that one. Texas um, was rough. Yeah, Texas – yeah, I mean, they did, they did not have a great game against Texas, right? Um, Utah State was horrible. So that wasn't really um, that wasn't really true. Here we go. I think South Carolina finally loaded. Um, working on it, whatever. Bryce Young, Ben's Heisman candidate coming into the season, Will Anderson Jr., both obviously the guys. Um, Eli Ricks, Kool-Aid McKinstry, and really the guy who really burst on the scene this year was Brian Branch. Um, he had a tremendous yeah. season in the secondary for Nick Saban and Pete Golding. If you're reading our little ticker down here, heads to Ole Miss. Ja'Cory Brooks, Jameer Gibbs, Jace McClellan. I mean, just so many poster guys um, on this offense for Alabama. Could not put the pieces together. Took a couple uh, tough losses here and there. And um, obviously 11-2 is not where they saw themselves. Tennessee at Neyland, tough loss. And um, LSU by one point in Death Valley, a tough loss. So two away losses. Um, for Alabama and uh, just shoved the ball down the throat of Kansas State, pause, um, in a tremendous win in the Sugar Bowl. So 
they really get the job done there. <laughs> they really get the job done there. And uh, Alabama, 11-2, and two, looking to bounce back. A topic I want to bring up after you go ahead and go, um, but I- I'll give you your thoughts on this one first. Yeah, um, I had them going 11-1. and one. So I guess I was kind of close. Yeah, I had him eleven one as well. Yeah, missed it by like a loss, um, which is all right. Um, but overall, it, I mean, it was a good season. I mean, next season is really going to be one that everybody looks at because um, Bryce Young's gone. Mil Mil Rowe has to step up probably. Um, that's what I would expect. So I, I'm excited to see what they do next year. Um, they have a lot of players that now have to step up. With like Jameer Gibbs gone, Will Anderson gone, all those guys gone. Um, right. So I think it'll be an interesting year for them. Maybe a break and the maybe not a break because they're still Bama. So like eleven and two was a break technically, but I mean, they, no matter what, they're a good team. And either way, either way you look at this, it's not a bad year. Maybe if you're a Bama fan, you think it's bad, but it was not a bad year. Yeah, yeah. The question that I wanted to bring up, kind of the topic that I wanted to set the scene here. Right, right. Is the pat is the torch passed from one dynasty to another? Is it is it is the spotlight off of Alabama as a dynasty and on to Georgia, or are we kind of just in the in between years where, if you look at the Wikipedia page of national champions in twenty thirty seven, it's going to be like, oh yeah, you remember when Georgia won it two years, or it's going to be, dude, Georgia they were a dynasty for seven or eight years and. Um, they were a really good team. You know, seven to ten years, they dominated college football. Before that, man, though, it was Alabama. You know, is it going to be like that? Or is it going to be, you know, what's this, What's the uh, the narrative around these past couple of seasons going to be? Is it, is it torch passed, or are we just in a, in a dead spot with Alabama football? Well, with recruiting in mind, I think Georgia could definitely be a dynasty. I mean, they've been super trending in recruiting lately for a bunch of players, and – they're just they're still on the up, which is absurd after all this. Um, Bama though, they're not a bad school. I mean, their recruiting is still like top three in the nation. So I mean, they're still a great team. And in my eyes, they they these two schools, no matter what, they could beat each other. Um, I wouldn't say the same for like Georgia and TCU. Like there was no way TCU was beating Georgia. Right. But you toss Bama in that game, and Bama could still beat them. Um, so it's really just it just depends. Um, and uh. I, I, but I think Georgia, Georgia these next few years could definitely be a dynasty. Yeah. I mean, Alabama's always going to be competitive um, with Pete Golden gone. Maybe you bring in a better defensive coordinator. People are saying Jeremy Pruitt back to the Tennessee. Uh, nope. That would, I would probably like burn Jeremy all of Pruitt. my Tennessee gear if Pruitt was coming back. But no, Pruitt has been rumored to come back to Alabama. Obviously. Paying is legal now, buddy. So have a time. Um, he would uh, probably uh-huh. have quite the time doing that. But nonetheless, Alabama is always going to be competitive. Um, you know, I heard the same question asked on the Boneyard podcast, which is a, a East Carolina podcast, which is pretty interesting um, to listen to. But what did uh, they say? They said that they pr- they thought that it was Georgia's time to shine, but you had to win three titles in a row or three titles to become a dynasty so they're not really at that point yet but if you continue to win you're yeah. definitely there solidify yourself yeah, that's reasonable i agreed with so go listen to that i know they talked about that on their most recent episode um good show if you're a pirates fan man go listen let's move on i finally got the south carolina logo in here there it is glorious 
Beamer ball, baby. It was here. It, it was here. They beat my Tennessee balls um, in convincing Woo! fashion. And, um, yeah, they had they had a tough schedule. They had a rigorous schedule at the beginning of the season, and they, they kind of saw the effects of that. Uh, but, I mean, late in the year, they go out, they beat Tennessee and Clemson back-to-back, and um, that's something that is hard to do, obviously. Um, they they kind of battled with Georgia State in week one, and I remember texting the group chat with all three of us and being like, what is happening right now? Is South Carolina for real? Uh, they lose to Arkansas. They get smoked by Georgia. They start one and or yeah, one and two, and then they have two easy games versus Charlotte, South Carolina State, and they kind of get back on track. And um, I mean, let's take out those losses to Missouri and Florida, which are both winnable games. And South Carolina is a really good team. So a couple of dumb losses, which with Spencer Rattler returning a good amount of returning production for South Carolina, you cut out those dumb losses, which is just kind of not being ready to play. Because I mean, that Florida loss, you went out, you beat Vanderbilt, then you lose to Florida, then you beat Tennessee and Clemson. That That's a three-week span, right? So you're obviously good enough to beat teams like Missouri, like uh, Florida. It's college football, man. Anything can happen. And uh, South Carolina, a really, really good and uh, intriguing year from them this year. So it's going to be fun to see what the Gamecocks do in 2023. Um, Marshawn Lloyd has transferred away, so he won't be back. He transferred to uh, USC. Um, Jaheim Bell is gone. Like, there's just so much gone from them. Stogner. Uh, yeah, Stogner's gone. Uh, Juju McDowell should be back, uh, but he was hurt a lot of this season. So, Rattler. Cam, Cam Rattler Smith back. on defense, the cornerback, one of the best cornerbacks in this year's draft. That's got to be a name you got to look out for if you're looking at draft boards. So, a lot of talent gone. Spencer Rattler is back, though, and Shane Beamer's back, which is super important as well. So, a lot of production coming back from South Carolina, a lot of production leaving, though. So, it's going to be a wild card year next year. We'll, we'll see what the Gamecocks can do, and um, it should be a really, really fun Beamer ball team to watch next year. I, eyes are going to be on them. I'm not going to lie. For sure. Um, Rattler's coming back, too. So that'll be yeah. that'll be something that everyone – I'm looking forward to seeing what he does there. Um, so I, I had them going 7-5, and five, which is accurate. I mean, they, I missed it by a bit, but um, – yeah. I said they'll have a top 25 defense, and I'm not sure. Did, did, did they have a top 25 defense? I'm not I mean, sure if they had a good defense or not. Let's take I, don't a know if defense I mean, their defense good. wasn't great. It was uh, 167th in points against per game. Um, so obviously How do you get 167th? I mean, it's, that's counting FCS and stuff. So, I mean, I guess <laughs> if you want to. That's but, too I mean, bad. You're also, I mean, you're also taking into account they had to play teams like Georgia and Tennessee and stuff like that. Fair, so fair, fair, when you're like fair. Wofford, I, I, I'm not familiar with the top 25 leaders in defense um, points against per game in the FCS, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, above Auburn, that's where you could see them. They're above you and above Auburn. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, not, not the best, not the best, not the best. But um, good season. They are losing a few pieces, but um. Rower was good, and and they they're just a fun team to watch. So I'm 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 looking forward to next year. Next year they've got a really fun schedule. They started off um, against North Carolina, then they head to Furman. They go to Sanford Stadium to take on Georgia. They're home against Mississippi State. They visit Tennessee to play the Vols at Rocky Top. They're home against the Gators of Florida. Then they visit Missouri and A and M in back to back weeks. They have a homecoming game against Jacksonville State. Then they come 
They were t- they stay home for two more games against Vandy and Kentucky, and then stay home against South Carolina. So like four or five games at the end of the season on a home stretch right there, that could be big. I mean, williams Bryce is not an easy place to play, and um, they get four or five games in a row right there, um, including games against pretty good teams. I mean, Clemson, Kentucky, even a Vanderbilt team who's going to improve, pretty good games to have home field advantage. So nonetheless, you have to say that, obviously, unfortunately for me, South Carolina had a pretty good year this year and got a couple big wins down the stretch. So we'll move on. Let's stay in the East. Let's move on to Florida, the Gators. Um, Yeah, I had them six and six. I was correct. What a call. Um, I said their ceiling was eight and four. Floor was five and seven. Um, yeah, and I, I, one of my notes was tough schedule. How will Napier fare? Um, they did have a tough schedule. Obviously, he hauled in a pretty good recruiting class. I mean, Jaden Rashada, all that drama. Have you seen that, Ben? Um, why am I forgetting? I've, I've seen it, but what, what? He decommitted because of the NIL, uh, NIL and stuff like that. So I hate that. I hate that. I know. I hate it, too. It's probably just somebody else was pay, paying him more money, paying them the bag. Went to, where did he go? He went to Miami, then he decommitted, then he went to Florida, then he decommitted because of the NIL is what the rumors did are. Oregon? So. Did he go to Oregon? Who went to, no, that was Dante Moore. Sorry, that was Dante, Dante Moore. Moore. Yeah, uh, then he flipped to UCLA. So, yeah. Oh, um, did he? Oh, maybe. Wait, where did Rashad go? Now I need to know where Rashad went. Was he twenty twenty three? Yeah, he's this. He's coming to someone this year. That would I mean that would so be he's huge. Going somewhere. He has to. I mean, or else. I mean, is he out Florida? Oh, so it's like it's like right now, like he yeah, might be yeah. going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he may, like you. probably gonna leave. Um, but yeah, I mean, a couple wins on the schedule for. Uh, Florida, I mean, you think about that Utah win is actually a really good win. Looking That's back, South win. Carolina, yeah. they beat South Carolina by 32 points. That's not bad. Wow. Um, their other losses and wins include USF, Eastern Washington, Missouri, and a So pretty weak wins there from Florida, aside from Utah and South Carolina. Um, but, I mean, those are two respectable wins. you got to respect them. They tried to come back on Tennessee, gave me a stroke, and um, yeah. played Florida State down to the end. So, I mean, they played a couple close games. Um, they had a good game against LSU. The stats really don't show like it, it was it was a good game, right? But it was it was 28-21 going to the half, and then LSU kind of took over, and then Florida kind of came back. So it, it was a decent game going back and forth. Uh, but yeah. LSU ends up winning it pretty easily by 10 points. And um, yeah, I mean, Florida had a decent year. I, I don't know who is gonna play quarterback for them next year because Anthony Richardson is gone. Um Jack Miller the third uh, is probably the guy in line. Jalen Kitna is in nope, nope, prison. Nope. Um, so Jack Miller the third, he had to play a couple snaps. I know he he played in the bowl game, and uh, he may be the guy next year because they don't have anyone else. So quarterback yeah. trouble is going to be talked about a lot this offseason for Florida. And uh, if he stays, yeah. yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I might need him. Yeah. They're going to have to up up the salary that they're trying to pay him. Yeah, um, yeah, it was like thirteen million, which is like not enough apparently. So I mean, I spit on that. Wild. Yeah, um, All right, but, uh, yeah, for two years yeah. of college. Yes, yeah, he's gonna play his till his junior season and then leave for the draft. So he's gonna go ahead and stock up on the on the bread and then just dip. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not a bad offense this year from Florida, uh, but just about what I expected from Billy Napier year one. Um, ben, if you had to put a 
an ex- expiration date on Billy Napier. How many years do you think he has left before he's considered on the hot seat? Let's go next year. He goes eight and four year three. He goes six and six. You think he's fired after that? Or you think he has more time? I think, I think you give him the year after he goes six and six. You give him, give him a prove it year, year five year, year, would it be year four, year five, year five. Yeah, probably. I think year five is on the hot seat the whole season. Um, you you start bad, you might be gone. You you like go like five hundred, you probably are gone. So I mean, yeah. But with his recruiting, I mean, the recruiting was definitely on the up. I mean, Rashada yes. is a big get, and so we'll see. Well, it, he has a bit of leisure, but um, we we'll need to see what this team does. Yeah. Um. I mean. I think the only reason that he's not been talked about more to be on the hot seat is because he's bringing in so much talent. Um, yeah. 11th best recruiting class in the nation, which honestly isn't bad. 18 four stars yeah. in this year's class. He's going to have a lot of talent coming in. So give him a couple years to develop that. Like you said, if he, uh, if he can't make it happen um, after that, then he may be in some trouble, but let's go on to the West. Let's go back to the West, a team that was slightly underwhelming this season. I'm not going to lie. Let's go to the Razorbacks of Arkansas. Yeah, man. I mean, we had Ty Richardson on episode seven of the show. We talked about him a little bit. and I think they definitely underwhelmed a lot of people. Seven and six this season, six and six in the regular season. I had their floor at seven and five. So did not see this one coming. I had him nine and three. Um, Man, I, they extended Sam Pittman coming into the season, which I thought was going to be a big deal. I thought people were yeah. going to buy into that. Um, KJ Jefferson played a pretty good season. You can't really complain too much about the way he played great on the ground and uh, pretty good for the air. Yeah. Like you said, suffered a couple injuries that obviously hurt him. Um, but yeah, um, they had a, they had a tough schedule. I mean, you, you, you look at that in hindsight and it's a hard, harder schedule um, losses to Alabama and Mississippi state um, LSU. Well, that's a decent loss. And then obviously losses to Liberty and Missouri aren't completely acceptable, um, but yeah, I mean, not an easy schedule for Arkansas. Definitely looked harder on paper heading into the season with A and M in there, uh, uh, Ole Miss down the stretch, Alabama, and uh, they ended up losing to to uh, Alabama. But they did beat Ole Miss. Just a weird, weird season from Arkansas yeah. this year. Beat some pretty good teams, and then lost to some teams that you would just say, I mean, what is happening? And um, injuries obviously impact that. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I said they had enough to compete with Bama and A&M. That's obviously not true because they lost to both of them. So, well, the, you know, yeah. I guess I – mean, uh, They still competed. They still competed. I mean, but. yeah, I mean, they were still in the game. But, I'm yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. But, yeah, I mean, I had Arkansas 9-3. and three. They ended up going 6-6. Six and six, And the, the West really took a decline this year. Um, yeah. Not a yeah. great season from the SEC West. So, we'll see if they can uh, bounce back Arkansas, man. Underwhelming. Yeah, um, I you know I, I had them going uh, eight and five, which or eight and four, which isn't bad. Um, eight and four is reasonable, I think, and yeah. it's close to what they actually did. Um, but KJ Jefferson with the injuries really hurt them. I was I was really excited to see KJ Jefferson. Um, man, he because he's good and he's coming back. Yep, it's crazy. Sure um, pretty positive Raheem Sanders declared. Yeah, he didn't play in the ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure, um, that bowl game, that was a top bowl game. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. It was one of the best. Yeah, it was one of the best. It was like Jason being thrown out the back of the end zone could not be more hilarious. 
It was just I so Jason Bean. I love, the I love that they put the ball in his hands. That's so hilarious. That a quarterback who couldn't get them a single win for the last six weeks of the year, they put it in his hands. It's just it's just that's just jokes. Um, Drew Sanders on the defense for them was sensational. Bumper pool as uh, well. I'd like to add him. Bumper pool too. Um, and they're a good team. Um, if they can get that running back playback, I think they could do a lot. Matt Landers, I don't know if he's gone, but he's he really is, good he for him. That one hurts. Um, Hazelwood, I think Hazelwood is coming back. Okay, yeah. I think Hazelwood is coming back. Um, so that, that'll be big for them. But really, KJ Jefferson is, in my in my eyes, he's still really good. Like, yeah. I, I, would, I would love to see him shine, but rough year for this team. They definitely – I still think they have the talent to be anybody. Um, but they just need to stay healthy. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I mean, honestly, I loved having Ty on the show. He was one of our better interviews. I mean, they were all great, but, you know, his personality and stuff like that was really fun to talk with. So love to have him back on the show. Um, and like you said, I, Ben, me and you talked about this. Catalan's in the portal, so he, he committed somewhere. Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So – it, he's, gone. he's gone. He's gone. He he went with the uh, oppositions, and um, we'll see what he can. That's big get for Texas, though. Mm-hmm. Big get for Texas. Um, he was hurt all year, though. Yeah, he he hurt his hip, I believe, earlier in the season. I don't think he played at all. He did. Yeah, I, he played against Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I think. Yeah. No way. And maybe against South Carolina, um, but I, don't I think I he did. Oh, I pressed the wrong thing, but I don't think he did. Who are we missing right here? I have 13 teams. A&M and Kentucky, I think. Oh, Kentucky and Georgia. Kentucky is who I'm missing. Let's go to A&M first. The one we're all dreading. I'm not. Um, 11 and 1 was my prediction. I said they could beat Alabama. So, you know, swing and a miss. It's like, that's like if someone threw you a fastball 85 miles per hour. It hits the glove, and then you swing, and the bat flies out of your hands. That's what it was like. Um, they were bad. They were bad this year. Um, just a lot of st- – I mean, the quarterbacks played bad. They won two conference games. They were very, very underwhelming. I mean, you lose to Appalachian State. That kind of kicked it off. You lose to Mississippi State, Alabama, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Florida, and Auburn all in a row. You end off with – Two wins to end it off. That didn't matter, though, because you were out of the bowl talk. I said their floor was nine and three. So just a atrocity, a truck. Wow. Atrocious take um, from me um, because that that is bad. They went five and seven, but I think they fooled a lot of people. Like everyone saw A&M coming into the season to be really good, aside from a few people that, you know, went the other way, I'm sure. But a really, really good. uh, No, a really, really bad year. Um, from A and M, uh, and yeah, I mean they they are just they are in a hole, and they're gonna have to dig themselves out of. Or Jimbo is going to be gone. So you know, jobs on the line. It's gonna be a tough. I mean, they're the number one recruiting class. So obviously a lot of transfers, uh, but I mean you're still getting a, a good amount of talent out. coming in. Um, so we'll see if they can make anything of that. They're gonna have to, or else. They uh they may be gone. They may be uh they may be Jimbo may be gone. So we'll see, Ben. I'll give you your thoughts on this one though. Yeah, um I had them going ten and two. 
one 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 game better than you. Um, but really, once once it got down to the end of the season, Connor Wiegman was definitely the guy they they found. Um, yeah, I think without a doubt he should be their starter next year. Um, Haynes King was just not it. Um, so yeah, Connor Wiegman he he was very good for him. I mean, they lost two games with him at quarterback, but one was a good one against Ole Miss. Um, but still, I think this team. They definitely needed a year. Like people, I think people's expectations were way too high for them. Yeah. Um, even even mine. Even mine. Yeah. But with with the number one recruiting class, not all your players are going to come in as freshmen and just dominate. So right. the freshmen are leaving, but you you got to give them a year, and we'll see how they do now. Yeah, yeah. I I know I sent you that TikTok of uh I don't know why that reminded me of that. But of that guy, and he's like, he's like, the it's like, commercial? yeah, it says like, if you give me another, it's like when your team loses an easy game, and then the dude's holding an L, and he's like, if you give me another one of these, I'm gonna get effing frustrated, and then the Whopper commercial pops right up, and that's just true. Like Texas A&M fans watching themselves get railed, yeah, I'd be so mad. And then that's when I Whopper commercial comes on, and you just want to throw something, um, I, dude. Yesterday, this is off topic, but yesterday that Giants Vikings game, dude, that bottom call, call I've ever seen. Uh, that was no, bad. it was roughing the passer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Targeting, roughing the passer call. So was stupid. Bad. I knew, I knew they were gonna do it too. Immediately went to the Pakistan. I was like, oh, here we go. And man, I just bangle YouTube. We're getting him on the podcast. Dude, I'm, I'm I, was, start- I was okay. I started rewatching the whole Riverside thing. It's hilarious. It's so he funny. He loses like sixty three to zero to like UNM, and he's so tight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, he's a Giants fan. I'm gonna bust it with friend. the boys that Barstool podcast with Will Compton and Taylor Lewan has tweeted a picture of Rich Eisen every day until he's come on the show. Maybe that's what I'm gonna start doing. You know, so maybe maybe that's what I'm gonna start doing. Get him to come on the podcast. And, um, you know, I have a good time, but regardless, I just knew he was punching the wall when, um, uh, I think it was Darius. I was rooting for him after this call. Right across the middle of the field. That was just brutal. And, um, yeah, so maybe I need to go back and watch that as well. That's hilarious. But we'll move down the list here. We got two more teams, both in the East division. And, um, we will start a team that, man, underwhelming, if it was personified this season, is either AM or Kentucky. We're here on Kentucky. I had them eight and four this season, and um, they didn't even live up to that. They go seven and five, three conference wins. Will Levis. No, he, no. If he goes, no, no. Top five, He's so bad. He's so bad. <laughs> I hope it's not even I like. Hope, I hope Will Levis gets drafted. God, dude, and my is take just, is my, my, oh, man. My take is so bad. And it's just a beast, oh, and then man. they come back, and Ben gets clips saying Will Levis is so bad, and he wins like back-to-back MVPs with the. I Colts. don't care. I don't care. He was so bad. <laughs> like it's not even. <laughs> like I can wait, like what? I know we've talked about it, but I can definitely see the appeal around him. It's just like he's got a after, great build and stature, but after this God, season, I just don't. Yeah, I don't understand it. But regardless, um, the offensive line for Kentucky took a huge step back. I mean, I know that's something that they take pride in is that like big blue wall. And it was not good. No. no. Um, they had a big win, what seemed to be a big win over Florida earlier in the season. I forgot that you, Florida beat Utah and then got ranked 12. You remember that? Yes, I do. And then they played was, y'all. And yeah. 
No, and then they played Kentucky and won. So then Kentucky was super overrated because yeah, then they had just yeah, beat yeah. They, the were number, they were top 10. They were top 10. Number 12 team. Right. Yeah. Then they lost back to back games. Just a lot of weird losses. I mean, Vanderbilt is a weird loss. South Carolina is not a bad loss. And they just got smoked on Rocky Top um, at, near Halloween. That was a weird game for them. Um, I mean, they just, right, Chris right, Rodriguez right. Jr. didn't play a ton of games this season. He didn't come back till Ole Miss game, I think, and they ended up losing that one anyways. Will Levis had a pretty underwhelming season, although, you know, he's still projected pretty high in a couple of mock drafts that I've seen and across a lot of uh, outlets. I'd rather take him younger than him. Well, he's also a lot older than him, to be honest. Yeah, so A lot like, younger, but, I mean. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, I had him 8-4. and four, I had their ceiling 10-2, floor 6-6. Six and six. So, Pretty wide range from me there, um, but I mean, I, I you can just look at the schedule and see where they could have gone six and six, and it almost happened. So, yeah, a tough year for Kentucky. Are they going to bounce back? I don't know. Not with the quarterback Destin Wade that I saw in the Music City Bowl because that wasn't <laughs> too good. Um, he's from around here though. He's from he uh, Summit. Summit, yeah, he went to Summit out here. Uh, but yeah, Destin Wade, sixteen of thirty, two picks, not even a hundred yards passing. So freshman struggles from him. We'll see if he'll improve. And who's going to get that start in the fall? Uh, but yeah, Levis is gone. Seven and five season from Kentucky, and uh, let's revisit them, Ben. All right, Drew, you got to guess. Okay, what? What? Just try to guess what my what record I predicted for him. You already told me it was it's 10 like two. But oh, I did. Dang it, dude. Ten and it's two so is bad. so it's bad. It's so bad. I don't even know so why bad. you would think that. It's so bad. It's so who bad. Would, who are they? I can't who, believe I said that. Who are your two losses? You think? Oh my gosh, Georgia and Ole Miss. That's what I put down. You thought they were going to beat – I mean, okay. <laughs> Honestly, like, it looks bad. Technically, but, look, you beat South Carolina. could have happened. Yeah. I, th- I thought they were going to beat you, which is just, like, some trap game that they could win. But Yeah. And then you uh, beat Vandy and then win your bowl game. But I mean, yeah, if they would have yeah. beat Vandy, they would have gone to my prediction and went 8-4. and four, But Vandy was a better team. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a tough – it was Kroger Field, but, man. It was Kroger Field. I said – Cruz Rodriguez would shine, would shine, and I mean, he had 900 yards rushing and missed. Yeah, he missed a lot games. of games. Yeah, they he just didn't four. win, so he didn't look as good. Plus, the O line was four. a trash. So, I mean, yeah, he was, still was not bad. Um, he still had like he, he was 900 yards rushing, like I said. But I mean, definitely a letdown for this team. You'd think, oh, we got Chris Rodriguez, who's amazing, and Will Levis, who's amazing, and then Will Levis is just not what you wanted. Um, and I mean, Will Levis, okay, he's not a good, he's not a bad quarterback. But in terms of what we're looking you for, just said he was quarterback, he's he's pretty bad. Right? Okay, <laughs> I mean he's not bad. He is horrible. He's terrible, dude. He is bad, like really bad. But but what from from what we're expecting, we expected him to go out there and win games for them. He just didn't do it. Yeah, I mean he wasn't only, bad, but he didn't only, win the games that they needed. He didn't win the games for them like we would say Hinton Hooker did or something like that. Yeah. So he just wasn't what they needed him to be. Um. And uh, this Tennessee team is not looking up next year. They still have Kavasia Smoke, but you mean Kentucky? You said Tennessee, so Kentucky. I'm sorry, don't get your tongue twisted there, buddy. Well, both of y'all could go six and six. So okay, that's I'm sorry. make another make another atrocious. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're not going six and six. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I mean the receivers this year were weird. Barry and Brown wasn't great. The transfer Dayton Key wasn't great. Like nobody was really great. Whether that was their um quarterback or just them the receivers in general I, I'm not sure so I guess we'll see um next year 
and they bring in Destin Wade, see if the receivers can do anything. Offensive line needs to improve. Um, and yeah, I mean, they were 221st in points per game with 20. So that was bad. Their defense was pretty good. Their defense was a bright spot. I don't want to leave that out. They had a pretty solid year on defense. Um, they, I mean, their secondary played pretty good. And obviously, I mean, if, if the Kentucky special teams isn't good, there's something wrong. So Kentucky special teams was solid this year. They had a couple miscues, but at the end of the day, they got smoked against Iowa. I don't know if Dustin Wade's going to start for them. It's going to have to, they're going to have to figure something out, but they have Kaye Sharon who played against South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't play bad. And then Deuce Hogan came in against Iowa. Yeah, he didn't play I, that I saw bad. That, yeah, so maybe maybe they were just trying out Destin, Destin Wade because I feel yeah, like they, they were just seeing they had better happened. options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they would have switched quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't know. They just, and Ray they Davis is coming in. That's huge. Ray Davis is coming. Oh, that in. is big. They did. They have gotten a few transfers. Oh, Devin Leary is playing quarterback. God, dude. Oh, Duh, oh my god. Oh. We were sitting here stressing about Kentucky's quarterback. No. Devin Leary is uh, coming in. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's our mistake. Making the move from NC State, so they could be all right then. They could be all right then. They, they would. Cavassi yeah. smoke. Why is Cavassi smoke must have transferred? Right. Um, I think yeah. If Ray I, Davis comes in there, I maybe is Ray Davis going to be a senior? Maybe you wait one more year. Maybe he sticks. No, Cavassi smoke isn't on their roster, so. Oh well. Let's see. I, I I think he transferred to somewhere. I saw I saw him transfer. He's not a bad group of five, like starting running back. He went to uh I don't know if he's transferred yet. He he went to Colorado. I did see that. He went to Colorado with Oh wow. Yeah, oh, so. okay. Um okay. yeah. Yeah. Let's get on to our national championship winners, the Georgia Bulldogs. Woo. Short and sweet. I had them eleven and one. They did not lose a game this season. They played really, really good ball. And um they end up winning the natty. I mean, you had uh, Lad McConkey, my underrated player of this season. Georgia went 15 and 0. Like I haven't seen 15 and 0 in a long time. I know. They were top 10 in points per game, points against per game, yards per game, top 25 in pass yards per game and third down efficiency, and top 50 in rush yards per game. All around beast. Um Carson Beck and Brock Vandegrift are going to battle it out next season for the starting job. That's going to be interesting, but we saw um Carson I think Beck it'll be back. Yeah. Who is going to be a beast next year? Branson Robinson. He is going Dude, to be a dog. He was so annoying, though. In that game, I had a headache. I was trying to go home, and he kept on running for touchdowns. I, like, I was like, Dude, what are you doing? The, the li- yeah, the live stream. But, I mean, I was talking to my friend, right? And it's like, you just tossed a freshman into the national championship game. Yeah, he's gonna me, I'm crazy. scoring, too. I'm scoring, too. I don't blame him. But yeah, it was hilarious. We Ben had a mean headache. And it was like, and Branson Robinson trots in for another touchdown. And it was just – They just wasted more clock. But, yeah, Kenny McIntosh um, had gone. a good season. He's gone. He's a senior, um, so he won't be back. Um, Dewan Edwards, hard. we saw a lot of him in the national championship. He's only a junior, so he's probably going to be running back one um, with Branson Robinson backing him up. Because, I think you start Branson, but okay. Because um, Kendall Milton – Kendall Milton's a junior too, so he's probably not going anywhere. Oh. So. Still, I mean, basically do what they did this year, which is have – Three back switching out. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's gonna be um it's gonna be quite the year next year for Georgia. We're gonna see what they have receiving and at quarterback, especially. That's gonna be fun. Brock Bowers returns, so you're automatically gonna be a really good team <laughs> with the with the great receiving core. Um, if you include him. So yeah, man. He's so unfair. Um 
But I called it. 12 and 0. You had them 12 and 0. I did. I said Stetson Bennett struggles, but their defense holds down and they don't lose a game. Stetson was fine. No problems with him. Um, he was a Heisman contender, so yeah, he was. Dude. <laughs> he was pretty good. <laughs> uh, he shouldn't have been there, though. He now, Hendon, Hendon, if Hendon didn't get hurt, I think he would have been there, even with that loss. Yeah, I think even if you lose, I think even if you lose, yeah, yeah, I think that's perfectly valid. Um, but yeah, it was a great season for them. I mean, I really like. There's no like point you can look at and say they're bad. There, maybe some receivers they just get a receiver. Um. But this team is super good. Saw them play in person. They have no weaknesses. So it's a team that I'm looking forward to against. Yeah. 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 I mean, they've got a couple dudes to clear for the draft, but a decent amount of returning production on defense. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, a pretty fun year. With Nolan Smith, too, this team would have been nasty. But obviously, he, uh, he ended he up cleared. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, this was episode 30 of the Southern Boy Sports Podcast, SEC Expectations Revisited. If you made it this far, please follow our socials. That is Twitter, at so underscore boy underscore sports, and on Instagram at, at southern underscore boy underscore sports pod. Variety Sports Network Collegiate, check it out, at VSN Collegiate. Check out Variety Sports Network, at variety underscore sports underscore. We have added a couple of podcasts, the Woodswater Mizzou Podcast, we Hate Your Team, Hoop Southbound, um, Second to None, us, all of these great groups coming together uh, to form a pretty cool pretty, pretty cool project over here at VSN Collegiate. And, um, yeah, Southern Boys Sports is proud to be a part of it. So go follow their socials. Um, you can find VSN Collegiate um, on Spotify if you want to listen to this podcast out of that profile. It's also obviously still on Southern Boys Sports. So make sure to leave us a five-star review. Follow our socials. Check out VSN Collegiate and uh, go follow our Instagram, 95 followers. Let's get it to 100 and let's get to 200 followers on Twitter because we're at 170 over there. So doing our thing, continuing to grow. You can find this one on Spotify or YouTube. And uh, if you tuned in, make sure to leave the video a like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ben, it's been a good one. Anything to say before you head out? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm set. A couple atrocious takes in this one. But, uh, you know, it's all yeah, yeah. We're, we're part of the media. You know, you're going to make bad takes. So, uh, you know, we just got to live with it. Yeah. And Look at um, Desmond Howard's uh, final four. Yeah, it's, it's better than that. So, you know, that is a, that is a W. That's a good thing. Um, what do you have? A&M, Baylor, Pitt, and somebody else. Yeah, I like say. Notre Dame up there, too, I think. Yeah, it was, it was wild. So at least we weren't there. Um, but like I said, follow our Twitter, follow our Instagram. Give us a five-star review and like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Make sure to tune in to episode 31 of the Southern Boy Sports Podcast. Same time, same place next week. See you, boys.